0: That sounds means it's time for yet another episode of the Shower Beer Podcast. My name is John, and I haven't used a public restroom in over seven months. This episode is dedicated to Nick Lutzko, and it's uh, it's been a while since we've had an episode. Um, not quite two months, but it's been a while.
1: And yeah, I, basically and, we did it a couple weeks after I got back from vacation, right? About
0: yeah, uh, I think the late August. I think the nineteenth is was the date.
1: Oh, really? Okay, wow. So about two months. Yeah. Well, and there's you know, been
0: a lot that has gone on, and I think that more important than anything else is the new theme song for Spirit Halloween. Yes. So I don't know if anyone has, uh, I don't know who hasn't heard this yet, but this is an excellent time to pause the podcast, go to YouTube, search Spirit Halloween theme song, and it is way better than it should be.
1: Is it the, is it the top like YouTube result when you search for it?
0: Uh, yes, or at least it is for me okay. based on my algorithms.
1: Yeah, uh, wow. because it is literally – it's a comedian, and it's fantastic. And, uh, yeah, you need to check it out. It's guess, been in my – like you said, it's been in my head for about two to three weeks. Huh? Because every time I, I, I drive past the Spirit Halloween, um, where the old Kmart is on Limestone, about, you know, every day. And every time I see the sign, it, this song just pops in my head. And I'm like, obviously it's working.
0: Yeah, the O'Reilly auto parts trap remix was stuck in my head for a couple hours. Oh, but, yeah. But Sure enough, Spirit Halloween right back in after that.
1: <laughs> that O'Reilly one. <laughs> uh,
0: this is fairly impressive that it's been so pervasive. So yeah. um, Rolling Stone years and years ago did like the top 500 albums of all time. And I guess uh, they realized that it was super out of date and very, very white. So they redid it. There's There's a new um, Rolling Stone top 500 albums of all time and a buddy of mine that I used to work with kind of posted on Facebook saying hey when I first started like working from home you know however many years ago I made it a point to listen to all 500 albums and it took me like yeah. a year or so it's like well now that they've got a new one I'm going to redo it I'm going to do it again and I created a spreadsheet where like I'm going to tr- like kind of score them all and do that and he invited other people to do it too it's like a Google Doc so I've been listening yeah. to the top 500 Rolling Stones albums, starting with 500 and working my way down, and I periodically find myself stopping whatever album I'm on to go and listen to the Spirit Halloween theme song. <laughs> like, like, I've literally fantastic. stopped Muddy Waters to listen to Spirit Halloween. That's fantastic. So, <laughs> I don't know if there's a better, a better you know, endorsement of this, of this song. And uh, I, th- I thank you Ooh. for making it part of my life.
1: But Yeah, it's great.
0: So, all right. So some things that have go- been going on that are of approximately the same amount of cultural or societal impact. Uh, the election is yeah. uh, like three two- weeks away now, two and a half weeks, something think, like that. Three I think weeks. it was
1: three weeks from this past Tuesday.
0: Yeah, I mean, I- I'm going to say I think that it's going by faster this time than last time.
1: Um, well, I think because like, you know, like the primary season was, um, obviously the last time it was both parties were going through their primary season and, um, you know, Trump wasn't like a sort I'm looking for, you know, Trump wasn't really a thing at the time in the beginning of 2020, like, you know, he was obviously a candidate, but you didn't know he was a real viable option until he started winning some states, um, Basically, what happened was, in this year, what happened was, Biden wrapped it up relatively quick, um, and then once Biden wrapped it up, you know, we were in the middle of a pandemic. So, um, the way I look at it is, it just feels like it's been going along quicker because there's just been other stuff going on that are, that's, like, non-election related, if that makes sense.
0: I think another aspect of it, and this is, gonna, this is a weird sentence, but... As opposed to last time, this time Trump is much more of a known quantity.
1: Exactly, like you know what you're getting with him. Like he's
0: still doing crazy shit, but like that's what he does.
1: Like and it, like and that's you know and that's what his base is, and he's not he he knows he knows who he's playing to, and um, like what would it
0: take for a new yeah. grab grab him by the pussy moment? Right, like the, like the taxes exactly. didn't even get there.
1: Exactly. <laughs> um, that's the thing. Like, it's like nothing he says or does surprises anyone or makes anything waver at any point. You know. You know.
0: What I think it would take. What's this? Uh, who's this new uh, Supreme Court nominee? Uh,
1: Amy Bennett or something. I think
0: that if he physically grabbed her pussy on camera, we might get
1: there. We might, but some people are like people still spin it.
0: Well, I think that there'd be a lot of there'd be a lot of conversations on consent and how much she's willing oh. to take one for the team.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like I don't
0: think you know what this word means. Consent.
1: <laughs> how you badly you do know you want what to be means. on this bench? I don't think you know what it means.
0: Yeah. You don't think it means what you think it means? How badly do you want to be right. on this uh, bench? <laughs> oh, that's awful. But that's that, that's what we're redu- reduced to at this point.
1: Yeah, man. Um, Th- that's the new line. Yeah, as I, in I regards visualized. to the election, um, I, yeah, there's a lot of variables with like mail-in and ballot box uh, ballot boxes. Um. So let me ask you a question. Yes, sir. Um, do you plan on voting this year? I know you've never voted before in your life. The streak continues. Really? You don't think it's that important? Not in Delaware. Uh yeah. You don't want to vote against Whitsky, the crazy woman? Not really. If
0: I, I mean, it would have made more sense for me to vote in the primary when things actually
1: get lined up. Yeah. I hear I, As you know, I vote in every, I vote in every primary. Shit. I, just, I put, you know, Biden had already, based, Bernie had basically already conceded, but he was still on the ballots in a lot of you know, states still. Mm-hmm. I went out and voted in that primary still. Um I am adamantly against and not for the reasons you may think, but I am kind of against mail in voting. Um from a safety standpoint. Totally get it. What's that?
0: It's just because you have an unfettered hatred of the of postal workers.
1: I I, no, just one in particular. No (laughs) Um Really? Which one? um, No. I love love that guy. Um (laughs) But no, I guess the thing is like, and I don't know if it's Trump propaganda doing, you know, him trying to scare people away from it. But like, I mean, you can't help but notice the stories of like, um, Republicans cheating. Yeah, like ballots going missing. Um, you know, uh, like if there was a like a like you know, I mean, not that you would hope not, but like, say like. You know, you got to pick up. A mailman comes to take mail from your mailbox, and it's your ballot. And you got a Biden Harris sign in your yard. There's an adamant Trump supporter. There's a good chance that ballot may not, that vote may not make it back somewhere. Um,
0: See, so I think that's I, where yeah, get into advanced game theory here. Okay, this is where you have you sh- you should put up the opposite party sign.
1: For that reason, yes, yeah. Except I'm not putting a Trump sign in my yard ever. <laughs> um, but I know what you're saying. Um, also, like, I, I, I've been reading about in California, um, like, some of these, like, Republican pundits are, are like, putting up fake ballot drop boxes in, like, urban neighborhoods just so people go drop their ballots off and they don't count.
0: Yeah, that's some shady shit. Like, and apparently, there's no repercussions That's what I mean. Like, and,
1: and like, I know that's like, it's probably like a like in the grand scheme of things, just a small percentage of like, maybe less than one percent of the actual votes that are going to be canceled. But I mean, I just don't have any. And maybe um, another thing is too with gerrymandering and voter suppression is definitely real, especially in like Georgia and a lot of these other cases we've seen. Um, but I mean, every time I go to vote. I usually go, like, like after work, like, closer to 7. And, man, there's, like, no one there. I'm in and out in two minutes every time. To me, it's not even a hassle. It's literally at the school in my neighborhood. I literally, it's like a, it's like a, I I don't have any problem voting in person. But, you know, I don't know if it's just, like, a privilege that I have. Um, but, yeah, like I said, this, you know, voter suppression this shit is real and, you know, they're saying it's, you know, I, I planned on taking the Wednesday after election day off just because for the social media shitstorm and I had vacation time to use. It would be a great day to see people's reactions, um, even, no matter which way it goes. So, but I, I think the problem is, like, states like Pennsylvania and stuff, they're saying it may take weeks for them to actually get an accurate representation of their ballots if it's too close to call.
0: So on this day four years ago, you remember how, like, adamantly we thought that Hillary was just going to win by a landslide? Yes. And now everyone thinks that Biden's going to win by a good margin? Are we, yes. are, are, are we repeating history?
1: Like, are, are we that dumb? So here's the thing. And um, I've actually been schooled on this by quite, quite a few people, and I've actually done some research on it. As much as we thought, you know, Trump realistically didn't have a chance obviously it's like one of the greatest political blunders of all time that no, like no one really thought it would happen. But um, the, the thing with the thing that's getting me is Biden and Trump were a lot or not Biden, I'm sorry, Hillary and Trump were a lot closer margin in a lot of the swing states that people really wanted to say, but Hillary was still leading all the swing states. So no one really thought it mattered that much. the um, so those recent info I've seen, Biden has like way larger margins in some of these swing states, including like Pennsylvania and Michigan states that Hillary was banking on that lost, you know, that she lost, um, the margins in those states individually. Cause, I mean, be honest, like you said, you don't vote cause you're in Delaware. Like, you know, what's going to happen. Um, you, you know, the election comes down to X amount of states. Um, and, you know, those are the important – and Biden's, Biden's polling better this, year, this, this time than it was four years ago. Like you said, that doesn't mean anything until Election Day. If people don't actually show up and vote. Those polls only represent so much. But I think it's a little different this year, but I still wouldn't be surprised who wins one way or the other.
0: Yeah, I guess we'll see. It'll be interesting.
1: What's, what's crazy for me is what I've been paying attention to. And, um, it's kind of interesting, but so you remember Beto O'Rourke, right? I do. Yeah. So Beto, Bernie, AOC, a lot of like, uh, Buttigieg, a lot of prominent, like Democrats have been organizing and phone banking in Texas. Um, the Dems are making a huge push for Texas because Beto almost won the Senate against, you know, Cruz, who's, Super prominent, and they think that state's ready to make a switch. <laughs> and th- basically, the way they're they're average, and I've gotten I've actually gotten some emails from Bernie's side, and they're saying like, "Hey," they're like, "Hey, let's make Pennsylvania's mail-in votes basically not count. Not like not count. Like let's not wait for mail-in results. Let's flip Texas and end this thing by nine o'clock." And it's like that's basically how they're pushing people to like. Volunteer and phone bank for Texas, and it's honestly it's quite like entertaining to think about because like if if the Dems steal Texas, forget it, you know. So it's just crazy that there's this huge huge push for Texas right now. I I mean, I, I, you know, I believe it when I see it, but who knows? Could you imagine Texas voting blue? Yes. Yes, I mean. You <laughs> you're weekend, or that like? I mean, yeah, I, mean, I don't, I don't know, man. It's still, I like, I know there's a lot of like, obviously, like Houston's a huge um, Democrat city, um, Austin, but yeah, Austin too. Um, I don't know how, I don't know how Dallas, and San Antonio poll, but obviously, it's just all the rural versus the urban, basically. And I don't know, who knows? We'll, I mean, obviously, we'll see, but um, I'm very curious how this works out.
0: Well, I know who is gonna come out ahead with plenty of new content is Saturday Night Live. Two episodes back, Chris Rock and Bill Burr. Uh I I think Chris Rock's monologue stunk, but I loved Bill Burr's. Oh, Chris Rock
1: was um it was okay. I don't think I was gonna say it stunk, but there it was just a couple one liners here or there. Bill Burr knocking out of the park. Bill Burr going off on uh white women and uh pride was only the kind of stuff bill burr can probably get away with these days
0: yeah so Uh, a friend of the podcast uh jack made a good point in a conversation that the three of us had um in that like you could tell that it wasn't polished and that he suffered some in the execution by not being able to like go out on the road and actually do it i think that's true i think that a lot of the blowback he's gotten he could have navigated around if he kind of changed some of the wording on the jokes and made them a little bit, little yeah, bit stronger. Yeah,
1: he, he did like you said he didn't have a he didn't have an opportunity to like uh, like craft it and shop it so to speak.
0: Yeah, because I think you know like, um, you know Bill Burr pretty well. Like he's like like this is what he does. Like he says things that at first seem like they're inflammatory and crazy, but then yeah. like they're not really. Like he's. Like he didn't actually say anything anti-gay. No, right, not at all. Like like people think that he did, but he used that as a joke to how they get such a great month for Pride, when when black people got uh, got you know shitty ass February, and conversely, <laughs> yeah. he didn't say anything about, bad about black people. Like he he flat out said that they deserve a better month. He should he should on okay. February. But he didn't, yeah, didn't, didn't
1: mob but not, not a race of people no
0: yeah he didn't shit on he didn't shit on blacks he didn't shit on gays shit on white women but in a pretty yeah, identifiable way
1: but yeah they're not a uh, they're not disenfranchised is what you they like to think they are
0: <laughs> no 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 they're not um, um they, they've got good lobbyists
1: I guess the only thing he kind of said negative about I guess no, uh, no, nah, nah, you're right. He didn't really the way he worded it. He was he basically protected. He basically protected both. He basically said that everybody was good. Well, I guess he says that uh, gays weren't enslaved, yeah, which was shock value, but it's true. Well, that's that, where, he that's, was just he was just using that as a stepping stone to get blacks a better month. He wasn't saying he was saying gays should lose June. He basically said blacks should get July.
0: That's that's where I think that the polish wasn't there because I. And especially if you look at the word economy, I think that normally he wouldn't have said that, You make a point, call out gays not being enslaved there. He would have saved that for the punchline when talking about black, you know, black people. It's like, you know, don't say enslaved when talking about the gays. Then when you're saying yeah. the blacks, like black people who are actually enslaved and all of a sudden it's a, it's a more punchy joke. I, I think that's just a miss from lack of opportunity to polish.
1: Yeah, but um, yeah. Overall, uh, outside of the outside of the monologues, um, couple couple new cast members have um, really. You know, I mean, they basically returned the entire cast. Just a couple new featured, right? Hey, couple did, new featured players. Another woman.
0: Did we lose um, anybody?
1: I don't think we lost anyone.
0: If they did, I, I feel bad because I, I don't know who it was. <laughs>
1: Yeah, um, I'm trying to think from, I I wish I did a little more prep, like, from what sketches I enjoyed the most. Um, I did love the Boston Lager commercial. Yeah, that was good. Um, I like the, uh, I like the whole Skip Bayless type thing with the inequality and the racial injustice, the steak set. Yeah. Oh, he's like, that was pretty funny. Um, I tell you what, um. I'm not, you know, I'm not a Trump guy what? and I, I'm not a fan and I, and I don't mind the Trump jokes, especially, but to me, like, I mean, it, they usually get hammered enough in the cold open. Agreed. Um, the first six or seven weekend update jokes were just trashing Trump. And like, I get it. The materials there, but I'm just over it. Yeah. Like, I get getting an occasional shot or two in in the weekend update, but when you're just piling it on, it just seems so one-sided, which I get. And like I said, the material there, but it's kind of, it was, honestly, I thought weekend update was awful. Yeah. And that's normally and a highlight. I, the second, yeah. The only thing that was funny was, um, Kate McKinnon, Kate McKinnon kind of getting the giggles and breaking that character. Towards the end.
0: was that supposed to happen? Do you think was that scripted?
1: I, I don't know. It seems like she lost she lost control a little, but who knows? I, I'm genuinely I'm sure. curious. I,
0: yeah, because I, I could see it being scripted, but it came across as very genuine. Yeah, and yeah, I mean, um, she's she's a good actress, so, you know for sure, but like she really poured it on there. If that's the case,
1: yeah. Um, yeah, I'm excited. I forget who the next guest is. I, I know they announced it, but I don't remember. I don't remember, really um,
0: it was someone who I vaguely have heard of, maybe.
1: Oh, uh, what was what was it? This week or week prior when Pete was on Weekend Update? That was two weeks ago. Now,
0: talking about J.K. Rowling.
1: Yes. Oh, that was great.
0: Yeah, I gotta rewatch that. Had
1: a, yeah, yeah, just having Pete come out and just ramble on is fantastic. But uh yeah, FNL's back. I'm glad. Um, I'm glad it's like not them doing video conference stuff. Like, I mean, I get how they had to do it the first time. Um, but no, not way a better. fan of, uh, not a fan of, um, that format, that wrap up last season.
0: Yeah. And, all right. So. so moving on, still st- sticking with, uh, forms of media, uh, Spotify is in the news along with Joe Rogan, who has a mm-hmm. very expensive podcast and there is a number of spotify employees that are protesting and threatening to go on strike if they're not given editorial control over joe rogan's podcast they are concerned that he has said things that are transphobic and many other phobics and they want to be able to censor him and remove content and put trigger warnings and put fact checking in and all sorts of things and uh I gotta say, as a podcast host with similar ratings, similar size audience, similar mm-hmm. levels similar of outreach. Yes. Yeah, very similar levels of outreach. This this is a very dangerous precedent. You know, I know that you and I don't really say anything controversial. Everything we do is very direct and straightforward. We don't joke about much. We don't ever going yeah, do off colour.
1: Um... Yeah, we're a, we're a what do we call it? We're a high floor, low ceiling podcast.
0: That's right. I, I'm I'm just afraid that it's a slippery slope.
1: Yeah, so you know, I'd hate to get. I would hate for Spotify to want to, you know, edit our podcast. Right. Um, I would. I would truly hate that. Um, but no, like in all seriousness. Um, does Spotify have precedent on editing other podcasts or is it they really just targeting Rogan's
0: They're just targeting Rogan and so that when they kind of came over and brought his library over they they omitted a few episodes from the catalog that had more like controversial guests like like Alex Jones type people that are just you know much more inflammatory but I'm not aware of any yeah. other precedent and to, to to Spotify's credit Joe Rogan claims that they have not talked to him about this at all, about any kind of ask or want or whatever. They, I mean, they yeah. paid they, they paid nine figures to get him on their platform. And, uh, yeah, I don't know if you know, Sarah, yeah, so but, you, but money talks.
1: Yeah, it's a lot of money. Yeah, a lot, a lot of zeros. So, I, I, I mean, I, 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 yeah, I, I just don't have a whole lot to add. I like, I'm not a big fan of censorship and. You know, like Rogan's base is what it is. You got to kind of take it with a grain of salt. Well, so I mean, I, like it, it, if I, you're if you're like a new listener and you're on Spotify, you want to check out the Rogan podcast. I mean, just one quick Google search of who Joe Rogan is, you realize he's not a specialist in anything. He's a comedian who knows about MMA.
0: Yeah, and I'll be honest, I, I listen to the Rogan's podcast a fair amount, and yeah, the biggest criticism I have of him is a lot of times he'll get swept up by what the guest is saying. But overall, like, he like he brings on like really interesting people, which is that that's the appeal that I have. I started listening to him just because I like comedians, and he brings a lot of comedians <laughs> on. But then I started yeah. seeing like Alex Honnold, who you know free soloed El Capitan, and it was just like a really good conversation, or like Dan Bilzerian, yeah, I, whose entire life is yeah, a shit show. So, I think it's when
1: he brings on like
0: the ultra right wing, somebody people. that
1: has like a controversial past or something that can. I don't know. I think it's a lot of like who he gets a platform to, but I mean, like if you're paying that kind of money for Rogan, you got to know that he gets that occasional guest on. Yeah. And you know, like if Rogan if, if brought on the same people with the same worldviews for every episode, he wouldn't have any, he wouldn't have a podcast worth paying nine figures for.
0: Right. And right. I, I think that if it were me and if I were Spotify, a fair, co- a fair compromise and more or less the only compromise that I would give would be say okay, if you know if if you're concerned about this, we'll give you some like, if if you want to write like a fact checking blog, we'll like we'll give you a platform of some variety. Because I I don't have a problem with fact checking, and I would guess that Joe Rogan doesn't either.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean, why would he care? I mean, the and here's the thing. Most people that probably listen to him wouldn't give two shits about the fact check afterwards anyway.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I think it would be interesting. Maybe Because, like, like, I listen, Maybe, yeah. and, like, you know, we've all got our biases, and so I'll be listening, and I'll hear something like, that doesn't sound right. But most of the time when I'm listening, it's in my car, so it's not like I'm pulling over to the side of the street and Googling it right there on the spot. Exactly. So if, like, there was, if I could go to, like, a condensed fact check afterwards, I would get value out of that. Yeah. But yeah, I agree. It's a, it's a tough precedent otherwise. So, <sighs> all right. Uh, speaking of tough precedents, the Lakers have won again. Yes. They
1: the Spirit have won the of the Black Mouth Mamba tournament.
0: has come. The Spirit of the Black Mamba has come and possessed Anthony Davis and brought them another <laughs> championship.
1: Yeah. Um... Really easy path to the finals for the Lakers. Um, Bangs up Portland team. I uh, can't even remember who they beat in the second round. And then I know they beat Denver in the, uh, in the Western Conference finals. And then they, they beat a Miami team that was basically on their, you know, Jimmy Butler trying to do it all.
0: Which you can um, only do so much.
1: Which he did. I mean, he was amazing, yeah. He was, he was amazing in the bubble. Um, the bubble was built for Jimmy. Uh, that's just like, that's just like the kind of guy he was. Like, um, like he was built for bubble life. I think a lot of these guys weren't. <laughs> I think a lot of guys checked out mentally, uh, wanted to get the hell out of there. Yeah, there weren't enough people um, sliding
0: their DMs. Yeah. So, exactly. So I, I mean, don't understand how the NBA didn't go- just bring a brothel in. They probably. Had to bump something, right? Like, like test them on the way in for multiple things. Yeah, bring them in the bubble and let them stay there. Like, you, you, you think there there aren't enough high class prostitutes that wouldn't love to have just a group of affluent NBA athletes that are that have nowhere else to go? Yeah, That's
1: probably like they live for.
0: The, literally, they they could retire after three months. I, I'm not I love joking. How, um,
1: the only sports content we've done in two months. We're already talking about prostitutes. Love it.
0: I mean, I know what the fans like. I know.
1: Um, but yeah, in, in all seriousness, in regards to the to the tournament, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, everybody had dealt the same hands, dealt the same circumstances. Um, you know, they did the best they could. I'm more impressed that nobody got COVID. <laughs>
0: that we know of. I mean,
1: you think, well, no, They. I mean, I don't think the NBA would hide that. They were a pretty progressive transparent group. They they release all their they released all their testing results public. I don't know, man. Like
0: you might not realize this, but at the beginning of the bubble, Delonte West was on a roster. And now look at
1: him. No, he wasn't. Now- <laughs> <laughs> that's awful. Oh I love it though. I love it. Um yeah it's funny that and hockey like hockey had no uh oh uh, that's the hockey half minute by the way. No gotcha. COVID results. In the hockey bubble, um, but no, seriously, it was you know every every team was dealt the same hand. I mean, it was as soon as the Clippers got eliminated, you knew the Lakers were going to win it. It is what it is. But to me, now that LeBron has won a fourth, um, a fourth ring, um, you know, obviously all the goat the goat talks are coming back, and you know we we we've discussed it a bunch before, but you know. A fourth ring does, you know, help reinforce um, the resume for sure. Um, factor in another finals MVP because um, if you would ask me who the finals MVP was through three or four games, it was definitely Anthony Davis. Um, not that LeBron was not playing well, but, you know, LeBron played so insane games five and six. like there's no way he wasn't winning it at that point.
0: And I, um, I think at this point, intelligent people are tired of having the GOAT conversation.
1: I, yeah, I mean, I guess it just makes for good, like, radio, good TV. That's um, the thing,
0: though, it doesn't.
1: Like, no one's, uh, no one's
0: changing their mind at
1: this point. So, that's the point. So, that's where I'm at. So, I think the conversation to be had is, can you make a case for anybody outside of Jordan and LeBron for 1 and 2? Like, a lot, of, a lot of people didn't have LeBron at 2 prior to this ring. Um, I mean, there's still people that have you
0: know, either Russell or Wilt as number one.
1: Yeah, I mean, for the, yeah, that's true. For um, so my, my, neither one of those guys are in my top three. Um, I. It's funny, like there's there's Jordan, LeBron, Kareem, and there's Respert. Ar, there's arguments for Kareem, there's arguments for Magic, and um, so what? You're
0: Your top three is Jordan, LeBron, and Respert.
1: Yeah, Sean Respert is definitely number three. Um, I mean, I, that, that's the no, classic I, lineup. Yeah, I feel like at this point, though, like you really can't make an argument for anybody besides Jordan or LeBron in the top two. So feel like he surpassed Kareem and Magic somehow. I don't know. What don't know this that, guy's doing at his age at I don't, level is pretty incredible.
0: In my mind, Magic was never in the conversation.
1: Really? Yeah. I, I don't and there's people I know that have have Magic 2 prior to this LeBron win. Yeah, they're wrong. I don't know, man. Magic was... It's funny, like, LeBron just passed Magic in assists, in finals. Oh, assists. This. Uh, um, this is LeBron's 10th final. And I think Magic was in... Ah, Magic may have been in... I think Magic was basically... Like, every year he didn't have HIV, he was in the finals. I think he lost... I think he's five and two in the finals or something. He had a very unique career. Um, so I don't know, but yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's, I mean, with, you know, sports being what it is and you're, you're probably going to hear the, you're going to hear another year of the goat debate, but it's it, it, like you said, it can get a little tiring. Um, I'm curious as to when the NBA season is going to start back up. Um, they have tentative draft and free agency dates set in December they're, I guess they're targeting a mid-January startup, um, but they're they, you know they already ruled out a bubble. They're not you know you you could invite the playoff teams and give them a ten-game schedule, put them in a hotel, but I don't, you, you, I don't think you can convince 82, um, 82 you know 30, 30 teams, eighty-two games in one or two cities. I, I I don't know. I don't I don't think a bubble's on the table for. January. So who knows though? We'll see.
0: Yeah, fair enough. All right, moving on to a sport with much more COVID. The NFL's going on.
1: Yeah, I, way more COVID. I gotta be honest, uh, I don't um, have a
0: ton to talk about with the NFL.
1: Um, my team hasn't lost a game, so that's cool. Yeah. Um it's funny, I had a rate I had a great conversation with um a coworker who a girl, she's not really into sports, but she knows like I like sports. And um, she was like, How was your week? I was like, Good. I watched the Steelers Eagles game. She said, Oh, yeah, you were supposed to go to that, weren't you? I was like, Yeah. You know, in theory, we were supposed to go. She goes, Ah, well, there's always next year. I'm like, No, <laughs> there's not. I'm She goes, What do you mean? I was like, No, they, I said, They won't play the Eagles in Pittsburgh again for eight more years. And she looked at me like, What? She just, like, it blew her mind. Like, she, like, and then I could have explained to AFC and NFC and rotating home schedules every four years probably would have went a little over her head. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but yeah, I was like, yeah, this was my, you know, my once every four years personal Super Bowl. Um, handled myself very well this year. Very excited about that. You're maturing. Um, I was I, 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 growing up um, and I knew it. I knew it all week. I knew it all month that I was going to be fine. Um, I promised myself I wasn't going to get out of hand and I wasn't. And I'm, I'm happy about it.
0: Well, how much of that was based on how bad the Eagles are? How
1: bad the Eagles are? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like I, I just knew no matter what happened, win or lose, I just didn't want to make an ass out of myself again.
0: Well, that's good. I mean, it's always less stress when you're beating up a cripple.
1: <laughs> sure, unless it's two cripples, you have you have a good old fashioned cripple fight. Right. But that uh that that wasn't the case. Um. Yeah. I don't know. Um. NFL's weird. You know, some teams have fans, some don't. The crowd, the pumping crowd noise is weird. I'd rather just almost hear just the commentators.
0: No, it'd be so weird, just dead silent.
1: I feel like the timing of them, like, adding the cheers are so late and not natural. It just sounds weird. You're right, though. The silence might be a little weird. I I don't know. Um, I don't know. We'll see. Um, Quarter way through the season or so. I feel like there's probably about a handful of teams that can win the Super Bowl. Um, not really sure. The big football news came out today. and I know this is going to devastate you. The NFL has canceled the Pro Bowl this year.
0: Devastating news. Uh, every year it's a highlight for me. <laughs> and,
1: yeah. Uh, now here you are.
0: Yeah. I I, I really, I mean, two, two devastating news stories today between that and the death of, Rapper St. Dog, the lead singer from the Cottonmouth Kings, passed away at the oh, age of 44. He really died? He did. Had no idea. TMZ reported it earlier today. So, I mean, it's just been a very somber day for me.
1: Yeah, Um wonder if, uh, wonder if he was on CBD oil. So he's the kind of guy that would dabble on that.
0: I imagine he bathes in it.
1: Um, speaking of, we did write it on for the rundown of the gauntlet, but... Uh, you know, we're we're coming to the home stretch for the uh, for the Celebrity Death Pool, and what a year! Yeah,
0: big time scoring. Um,
1: um, is this the highest scoring one we've ever had?
0: It is for sure. So I, I'm in the lead with 96. I, I've had three, two big time point scores between uh, Sam Lloyd with 44 points and Frank Benali at 32. Yeah. Um, man, you're like I don't know, like I it's weird because the next closest is you with 63. You've had four deaths. Yeah. And Which man, is insane. Th- there are some folks on your list that could give you enough points to beat me.
1: Yeah. Uh, and one's like constantly moving from city to city, fearing for his life.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Aunt Mary Pat. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, no, no.
1: To that. to is, she's currently camped out down the shore. Yeah. <laughs> but which shore? Oh man. But exactly. There's so many shores. Um, but yeah, it's just crazy the, the amount of people that we've had.
0: Yeah. It's been, it's been um, pretty wild. Um, I will say that it's never too early to start thinking about your list for next year.
1: No, especially after this year. Yeah. This year's been you a know, big one. It's been interesting for sure. So yeah, um, started to spring that on you I know we didn't talk about that for the rundown but I no, thought that right. was just, it just kind of came to me and I'm like oh we should probably do some kind of an update on that
0: I happen to have the official spreadsheet up in front of me great and, uh, Glad and to hear it. and nobody's out of it like like anybody now. could still win so oh man so, we'll, we'll see right, how, how the deaths go down the home stretch and uh in the short term though let's go ahead and talk about the micro movie pick
1: So my favorite movie pick right now is Hubie Halloween, the new Adam Sandler and um, Halloween film. Um, I watched it last night after Poltergeist. Um, and it is typical silly Sandler, um, loaded with cameos and, um, I don't know, it's just like a fun, it's a fun movie. You, You could watch it with kids. It's not like grotesque. It's like, I can't think of many things that were, It was basically like a silly movie, but um, just riddled with cameos. Um, But more so than I've ever seen in a Sandler movie, lots of Easter eggs to previous Sandler films. Um, And I found that very interesting. And then when I read an article today that Sandler trying to start a, he wants to do a Sandler-verse movie, or a few movies where, Characters reprise roles from previous Sandler films in current films, which sounds ridiculous, but uh, if Marvel can do it, why can't Adam Sandler?
0: Uh, I mean, a lot of reasons but, why, but you know, we'll see.
1: Yeah, I mean, as long as Netflix keeps paying for it, right? Right,
0: and they what's will. The last
1: Sandler, what's the last Sandler film you've seen? Because I know he's done a bunch on Netflix that you probably haven't seen.
0: Have not seen any of them. The last Sandler movie that I've seen. Good question. Um,
1: Either Grown Ups?
0: No, probably. Rain on me, rain over me. Which one was that?
1: Oh, that's a long time ago.
0: Yeah, I'm not, not
1: current. Yeah, you're not missing so much. Uh, here, I... um,
0: Grandma's boy. You saw Grandma's boy? Never seen it. Yeah,
1: or not Grandma's boy. Um, shit. That's my boy. Oh, no, no, not Grandma's boy.
0: That that's my boy.
1: That's that's my boy. Yeah. No, yeah, n- never seen it. Yeah, that's a good one. That's that's throwback to like Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore-esque level of humor. Um, so I would recommend that one too. So yeah, the Mike the Michael movie pick. That's my boy from two thousand and twelve. Uh,
0: I'm going down the list of his movies now.
1: Um. You see, uncut gems. No. That's um. Yeah. A very nerve wracking movie.
0: Yeah, Rain you're Over
1: Me. You're, you're on the edge the entire time.
0: Uh, Rain Over Me, final answer. I had it right.
1: That's with Don Cheadle, right? Yes.
0: Yes. National treasure, Don Cheadle. Yes. That's uh, right. In 2007. All right. So I've not seen any of his movies since 2007. <laughs> so, all right. From there we go to the lowdown.
1: All righty. So, Rob Lowe is officially reprising his role um, as Jed Bartlett. Nope. Which you're familiar No? Know who that is? No. Nope. No, President Jed Bartlett. He's Sam.
0: Sam Seaborn. There
1: you go. Sam Seaborn. Um, in a West Wing special, which is um, debuting tomorrow, Thursday, or I'll say today because this podcast is most likely coming out Thursday, um, on HBO Max, which no one has.
0: No, no, I don't have it.
1: Yeah, so um, I won't even be able to tell you how that is. But Rob Lowe, you'll be able to see him reprising his role. One of your, probably your favorite Rob Lowe role, right? That's oh, One for of your sure. favorite
0: shows?
1: 100%. Really? Even over the mayor from Super Troopers 2?
0: No, I think second would be his character from uh, Tommy Boy.
1: Oh, yeah. God, I gotta watch Tommy Boy again.
0: It's just such a good role for him.
1: Yeah, it really is. Um,
0: and then probably Wayne's yeah. World. And then Super Troopers, too.
1: Nice. Don't even mention uh, Chris Traeger. Wasn't going to. Good, good. Yeah, so that's your lowdown. Check them out on HBO Max if you have that uh, service. Cool. All right, uh, let's
0: let's do some Q&A. All
1: right, so six questions this week. Um, Let me pull them up real quick. Um, First question is from Ray Parker. He said, literally thought of the question this morning and thought, man, I wish I could ask Shower Beer Podcast this. Um, if you could live in any song because of the story, subject, how it sounds, how it makes you feel, what would you choose and why?
0: So, so for, me, for me, I think it's a clear cut winner. Uh, that'd be the Bare Naked Ladies if I had a million dollars.
1: Yeah, because the song's really about having a million dollars.
0: Yeah, and doing fun stuff with it. And that sounds awesome.
1: Yeah, so. Yeah, I was kind of going in the uh, same same direction. It's, um, it's I was going man. with the um, DMX, J Z z Ja Rule classic, Money Cash Notes. Ooh. Um, I like how they do- double down on currency. Sex murder and mayhem and romance in the streets. Um, just exhilarating shit right there. Agreed. Um, so, I mean, yeah. The only thing I would... Um, Worry about is um, when it comes to the DMX verse because he, he mentions his name DMX and his dog's bite, so just, just watch out for that at that point of the song. But outside of that, Money Cash shows for sure.
0: I like the two to um, one ratio of currency to women,
1: yeah, exactly. Two to one, gotta love it. Um, <laughs> um, all right, Amanda Marie would like to know if Donald Trump let you pick the next Supreme Court judge and you could choose anyone you wanted to fill the position, who would you choose? Personally, my choice would be Judge Judy Chandelin, if that's how you pronounce her last name, Scheinland, Judge Judy, her, got it. Um, (laughs) You got an answer? I mean,
0: frontrunner's got to be Judge Dredd, I think. Yeah. He he does it all.
1: (sighs) Judge Reinhold's a good answer. (laughs) Yep.
0: Delaware zone.
1: Delaware zone. Judge Reinhold. Um, I don't know. I feel like somebody familiar with the Constitution and the justice system is too easy. I feel like we should have somebody that doesn't have any knowledge, of any of that shit. Uh, how about the, just somebody?
0: What about the somebody, judge just, from my
1: cousin Vinny? He seemed pretty fair. It's very fair. He's very strict and he's very dead. Do these people have to currently be alive? Like if Trump like
0: <laughs> not in Trump's I America.
1: I, I, I don't know. I felt like for the sake of this, um, it should be somebody that's alive. Um, so Judge
0: Dredd not no an okay answer?
1: No. I I guess it is, it is. All right, for that, um, I will say Takashi six nine. Okay. Because a few reasons. One. He has no knowledge of anything that has to do with law or the Constitution. (laughs) Two, he's so young, he would be on there for like 70 fucking years.
0: Not according to your death pool, he wouldn't.
1: That's true. But that's what I'm saying. If he's a Supreme Court judge, does he get some extra protection? Uh, You would think so. I feel like if he gets protection and he becomes a a justice, can you imagine him weighing in on like when Roe vs. Wade comes back on the table? I just feel like it'd be very interesting to have somebody that young that could be there that long to be that stupid. (laughs) Um, Okay, so so long moms would like to know, if you and your significant other had to wear a mascot head during sex, which one would you choose and which one would you choose for them? That's uh, that's interesting. Um, Uh, I would for sure wear hip-hop. Nice. Um, Yeah, I was gonna go double gritty. Double gritty. It's double gritty. It's gritty. Some some gritty and gritty. gritty He looks like he's looking into your soul as is.
0: Yeah, so I'm gonna pick. uh, Yeah, I'm I'm gonna stick with uh, with hip hop. The former Sixers mascot, the greatest Sixers mascot, very Philly-centric. And then for her.
1: remember just the head it's not like the full body mascot
0: that's a win I figured that would make everything else much more complicated yeah Um, (laughs) who's who's the sexiest mascot besides Gritty
1: I don't know man I wish I researched this a little better because the Korean Baseball League has some really fucking out there mascots (sighs) oh man Um, so the NC Dino's were my, um, the NC Dinos were my Korean baseball league team this year, because there was a point where I didn't think we'd have any sports and ESPN picked up Korean baseball for like two weeks. And I was really into it. I was watching Korean baseball games at six in the morning because why not? Um, and they showed their mascot and it was like this, like eight foot tall, like dinosaur with a baseball hat. And, um, it was really weird-looking, intimidating. I just sent it to you via messenger. I don't know if it would pop up. Uh, but, yeah, that that would be an insane... Yeah, I don't want like, that. Just like a, You don't want no, that? Not in a hard pass.
0: <laughs> I think I want to take um, Baby Blue, the one of the mascots for the U- University of Delaware. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I believe it's a female mascot. I'm not positive. Um, but I like to think that it is.
1: <laughs> yeah, we'll talk. Totally.
0: Yeah. And, uh, you know, right. also not actually your baby.
1: A- yeah. eighteen. There's a lot of problems there. Yeah. Um, Brian Hoopie would like to know if Trump dies before the election, does that hand it to the Republicans? Um, I don't understand the logic there. Why would that hand it to the Republicans?
0: I think that the Republicans would have a really tough time getting their act together that quickly. Uh, I don't think Pence can win.
1: Yeah. Like Pence is like, no, there's no way.
0: I don't know. I don't know who else power grabs that quickly. Um, but like,
1: and honestly, like I, you think moderates or like undecided are going to go from undecided to Pence over undecided to Biden.
0: Yeah. Or like Cruz or McConnell. Like who are the other power players that could like get that kind of support uh, quickly uh, enough? Really?
1: But I think by default, it almost has to be the sitting vice president, right? I mean, you
0: would think so. Like, the, the smart thing to do is the party to pick someone who makes sense and then unify. I don't know that they could pull it off though that fast. And I don't think that yeah. people like Pence.
1: Yeah, exactly. So I, I still think it's a win for the Democrats at that point. Um, also, just to, get to show how crazy this year, is. Trump got the virus and almost like went to the hospital. We didn't even bring it up. Like, it just, oh,
0: yeah. And he still doesn't yeah. come back and said that he's officially tested negative.
1: Yeah, that's true. So, so um, yeah, it's probably because he probably still has it. Yeah, probably. Um, all right, final question. Amy Rose Michael. Mm. That when interesting concerts, question, huh? When, when concerts begins again, which, that's how she worded it, who will be the first artist you see live? I feel like that's a tough question because you don't really know when concerts are coming back. And then, like, honestly, it's not a matter of who. It's probably just the first decent artist that comes around that I want to see.
0: Yeah. <coughs> who's, who's coming to the concert I mean? first? On a Wednesday.
1: Well, what was that?
0: Who's coming to the Queen first on a Wednesday?
1: That's what I mean, man. Like, that was... I think that's what I missed the most. It's just, like, you and I hitting up random weekday shows in Philly. Like, if it was somebody that, like, piqued our interest, we were in. Oh, for sure. Um, there's not many people that I, that'll that go on a whim for stuff like that. Eric Klapsuniac will with me, but it depends on, like... It has to be something he's really into, but...
0: Whereas I don't um, really care a whole lot.
1: Yeah, it's like oh, cool, something to do on a Thursday. So, um, but to answer the question, um, like I'm not sure. I, I've seen all the festival, all the festivals are kind of pivoting to the fall for next year. Um, so hopefully, something there. If that's something, that's a thing. Well, so, uh,
0: I'm assuming magic scenario where like like everything just is okay now. Like there's no like ramp up, like whatever and then who would you yeah. want to go see and honestly if i like if, if things like, went like finger like light switch back to normal i would love to go and see like, a really good edm artist
1: yeah just fucking mm-hmm. bl- blow my fucking face off yeah and just uh, and
0: just look, just, just feel it
1: um romstine for me i was so pumped to see that this summer um, and they rescheduled for late late summer next year so you know Hopefully, I can see them. Hopefully, I can see somebody before them. But, you know, who knows? We'll see. Um,
0: Steve Aoki would hit the spot.
1: Yeah, yeah Aoki would definitely hit the spot. Um, for sure. Oh, speaking of EDM, Big Booty Mix this weekend. Yeah. We should probably do another show next week or the week after to recap Big Booty Mix.
0: I mean, we could do a show just on Big Booty Mix.
1: We could. We really could. Uh-oh. Maybe we should stop talking about it. Then we can brainstorm. Yes, I concur. So, Great. All right, so that's it for Q and A.
0: All right, so let's go ahead and do some whiners. You want to go first? You want me to? Why
1: don't you go first? I'll pull it up on my phone. I'll All see right. These photos.
0: Uh, so I have picked a story of a gentleman who went on to Reddit to their popular "Am I the Asshole" subreddit. If anyone's not familiar with it, yeah. what, Basically, what happens is someone goes in, explains kind of a situation or a story, and then says, "Yeah, Am I the asshole in this story?" Or is somebody else the asshole? Or is nobody the asshole here? And it's just an unfortunate situation, or whatever. And uh, so this poster went on, and he is a mid twenties gay man. He lives mm-hmm. with two uh, younger twenties female roommates, and okay. uh, he sets he sets the stage a little bit. He's uh, he's been there for a few months. Um, he was a little bit annoyed initially because they're not very cleanly. Um, I'm, I'm going to leave the stereotypes out of it. Um, but however, can you hear me? Am I coming through?
1: Yeah, you're coming through. You're a little muffled right now, but I can still hear you.
0: Okay. All right. Um, so you know, so he he whatever you know, they're 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 younger. He's kind of pick up the slack. He's doing more than his share of dishes. He's doing more than his share of taking out the trash or vacuuming or that sort of thing. I get it. I, I was in my early 20s at one point, and I, I definitely didn't vacuum as much as I should have. Um, he then moves on to talk about how what kind of... The straw that broke the camel's back, in his mind, and what caused him to confront them with their uncleanly ways, is that uh, I guess there's a shared bathroom, and they they don't do a great job cleaning up after themselves when it's their time of the month. And there is... Just period blood all all over the place. That's uh, normal. And he, uh, so he, you know, called called a house meeting and said, "Hey, um, you know, could you please clean up after yourselves?" And you know this, and uh, they absolutely went ballistic. Uh, You know, don't don't you don't you period shame us. It's it's a natural thing. Uh, How dare you? Um, One of them even went, went so far as to complain on their Facebook page that he was uh you know shaming them and not being it was anti-woman and that sort of thing um and he so he he responded with uh, s- some photos of uh the crime scene and uh then they took it down and were furious they they deleted the post and were furious that yeah. he did that and so on and so forth and uh yeah i mean a, a, lot, a lot of uh, a lot of period but all over the place was really you know kind of, Really, just uh, you know, caused them to move out, and quite frankly, I think that he should stop whining. They're right. Oh yeah, it is a natural thing. Get over yourself. You know, a little blood's not a big deal. Just rub some dirt in it, and keep it moving.
1: That's really that's your takeaway.
0: Yeah. Why do you do you not agree?
1: I, I, I thought you were kind of go in the opposite direction there, like like logic would you know come into play. Uh,
0: wait, are you there's saying there's a
1: lot of natural? There's a lot. Of are you saying things that you're that period in shaming these
0: women? Are you What's period that? shaming them, Chris? I Look, am,
1: and I'm proud of it.
0: The menstrual cycle is a natural, and I, I'll go somewhere to say beautiful thing, all right?
1: So it's the digestive tract. You don't see me shitting all over bathrooms.
0: Well, maybe you should, Chris. Maybe you should.
1: <laughs> maybe I should. <laughs> yes. Pick up a new hobby. Oh, That's uh, a little yeah, strong. That's good. That's a, that's a good one. That's um, I, I've, I have lots of questions. But I don't understand how the blood gets... Anywhere but where it's supposed to go. I don't.
0: Yeah, there don't weren't a lot of diagrams submitted.
1: Yeah, that's um, that's interesting. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't, I don't like your stance on it, though. What? <laughs> you should be. You should be period changed, dude. It's two thousand twenty.
0: Man, you are not woke enough.
1: Uh, I guess I got to get more. I woke. I think
0: that we need to support our sisters in the beautiful course of nature. And everything that results from that. And you know what? We, we need to be part of one team. There's too much division in this country, in this world
1: right now, Chris. I'm laying we in my need... spare bedroom where there's nothing but red curtains everywhere, and I'm very scared.
0: We need to band together. All right? I, I, I was hoping you'd be part of that change. I'm and sorry. quite yes, frank, I'm, I'm disappointed that you're not. Uh,
1: dude, you ever seen, uh, you've seen the breakup? No, of course not. No, of course not. Okay. Never mind, then. I was going to make my Band of Brothers joke, that's okay. Gotcha, yeah. All right. Shit's um, gross. All right. So my whiner stems from a couple in Florida, um, Abina and Alex Horton, a uh, mixed race couple. They say that they faced discrimination in their home appraisal because the wife was black. The Hortons say that the appraised value of their home increased by 40% when photos of the wife and the son, who are black, were removed from the photos. Um, They lived in the Jacksonville area when they got their first appraisal. They were thinking about refinancing. They got their first appraisal. The house came in right around $330,000. The appraisal seemed shockingly low, and apparently the bank couldn't make much sense of the number. Um, They decided to give a second appraisal with a new appraiser and made the home appear as if Alex, who was white, was the only person living there. They took down pictures of her and her son and removed Black Panther toys and replaced them with pictures of her husband and his white family. Uh, And then they ended up getting an appraisal um, closer to $465,000. So my winner this week is, of course, the Hortons, um, (laughs) because, obviously, they know nothing about uh, home appraisals and mortgage refinancing. Are you familiar with this in, in your line of work? Um, I don't know if you do a mi- mortgage as much or appraisals like refinancing.
0: I, I support teams that do, but I minimally I have minimal direct involvement.
1: Yeah. So um I was always up the assumption that appraisals you know, when you when you consult different companies or different people who appraise different banks, um apparently you can get this certain banks value other things more. And apparently appraisals can be all over the place. They actually tell you to get multiple to kind of find like some type of immediate. Um, but you know, I I know appraisers, you know, I've known homes that have been appraised. I've never seen pictures of couples, you know, like when you're like looking at a home online on Zillow or Trulia, um, the couples, whether they're mixed race or white or black aren't prominently really featured in the photos. They, you just kind of see the roofs and the the layout of the land, um, so I don't know. Um, like like I said, for that I've never I've never seen anything like that when I was when I was house hunting, um, and I was actually reading the comment section, um, which is always a great thing. But I was reading the comment section about this, and a, um, a man named Ralph Kennedy said he worked in banking for fifty years and uh, residential appraisal process. did inconsistent or arbitrary, which is like kind of reinforcing what I thought. Um, that if an appraiser wants to come in low, they will find the lowest comps they can, and vice versa. Then they want to come in high. Uh, they said sometimes thirty to thirty-five percent variance is not uncommon in appraisals. Um, so for me, it just seems like race baiting. Um, like obviously somebody else came in higher. I, I just I just feel like it's a lot of race baiting on their behalf. Um, and like, are banks racist? I, maybe I. I is that is that a thing? Is bank? Of a deep, deep, how do you feel about that, John? Is that a possible thing?
0: Um, I know that many of our competitors are racist.
1: Oh, your your competitors specifically.
0: <laughs> Correct. Uh, the bank that I work for is not. We've we've eliminated that, and there's a memo. And Currently, uh, your bank and is an as woke alerting. as you
1: are on women's natural bodily issues.
0: Yeah, we. Oh, the super woke. We give women their own restrooms and everything. <laughs> <laughs>
1: have called work from home yeah yeah i've got got my own i read that story and like your your initial reaction is like i feel bad for them like something like that happened and then you start reading the comments and you know looking at it you're like maybe it was just a low appraisal like it's like i don't know i feel like i feel like crying racism over that is uh a little wild to me. I don't
0: know. Gotcha. Okay. So a clear stance from you, there is no racism in Jacksonville, Florida. Got it.
1: A lot of words on mouth tonight, Chuck. I'm
0: not going <laughs> to lie. I don't like it. <laughs> it's been two months, man. I got a lot of room. I got a lot of makeup to do.
1: That's true. That's true. Okay. Um, any comments on that or just kind of? Uh, I think the, you the encapsulated it pretty well.
0: Um, like that, like that seems pretty extreme. That's a lot of money, but. I mean, you're, that's 35%. Like, you're in that range that was quoted, so I, I don't
1: know. It's like it's close to that range that's quoted, so it's like, to me, it doesn't feel like it's something that's so shocking out of this world.
0: It's just a shit ton of money.
1: <laughs> it is a lot of money, but it seems like at the end of the day, um, they got what they wanted. Their names in the paper. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Pick a winner. I don't know. I like yours. I don't... Yours really grossed me out, but. <laughs> yeah, it's, pretty,
0: it's some nasty ass shit, right?
1: Literally some nasty shit. Yeah, that like. You're okay with.
0: Yeah, I mean, look, this is also pandemic timing. Maybe they're running low on toilet paper. Maybe they don't have the materials to clean up properly. It's true. It's, um, um, there, there are a lot of things we don't know.
1: So, yeah. All right, I'll pick
0: yours. Yours is good. Okay, that's cool. It's good for me. Uh, all right, so that's it for us. Make sure to follow us on social media, at Pod, Facebook, Twitter. Who am I kidding? We haven't used Twitter in, like, years or Instagram. I
1: literally, just, I literally just tweeted tonight, new episode tonight. Stay tuned. Well, fuck me. All
0: right, follow us on Twitter exclusively. All of our content will only be on Twitter. That's where you hear everything first. Quote, qu- quote yep. Chris Michael. Follow us. That's what we
1: got. Yep. And peace.